This is episode number 64, Hidden Saboteurs. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. I'm so glad you're here for this episode number 64 about hidden saboteurs. You know, we all do things that sabotage the direction we'd like to go. Perhaps we've made a commitment to ourselves or someone else about something we'd like to change or improve. Perhaps we've set a New Year's resolution. It's possible we have a goal that we've been really trying to hit on for most of our lives. For example, perhaps we want to get in shape or we'd like to lose weight and maintain our weight loss. Or maybe we just want to stop interrupting people in conversations. Whatever it is, many times we'll have this direction we'd like to go in, and for some reason or another, we'll sabotage ourselves. There are a whole host of sabotage surveys out there that will help you identify what your sabotage methods are, what type of saboteur you are as well, and uh, what approaches you like to use. But in the end, none of that is nearly as important as who you really are deep down in your mindset. I know I've talked a lot on the Mindset for Life podcast about how amazing you are. You have hidden strengths. You have values that propel you forward in the direction you'd like to go. You have talents. You have a lot about you that makes you unique and special. But those very same things that make you unique, wonderful, and special can at times be the saboteurs that are holding you back. I'll give you one example just to pique your interest here. One of my special gifts as a human being is that I'm extroverted. I really like to talk to people. I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy getting in conversations that are meaningful. I enjoy learning about other people. But that gift or that talent that I may have for reaching out and connecting with other people and being extroverted can at times really sabotage my going to bed at night routine. As an extrovert, I get my energy from my contacts with people. So if I spend my entire day in conversations with other people, whether it's on Zoom, on the telephone, or face-to-face... I find that I'm really hyped up with a lot of energy at the end of the day. As most extroverts can tell you, when you connect with other people and get your people time, your energy level increases. Whereas if you're more of an introverted person, the more face time you have to have with others, the more drained you feel and the more you want your downtime and your time away from other people. So at the end of the day, if I've had a lot of people time, I will be so energetic and so jazzed, I could literally stay up till two o'clock in the morning and not quite settle down. So my desire to be my extroverted self or just acting as I normally would be, when I feed that all day long, I'm also sabotaging other goals that I might have, such as getting enough sleep, giving myself downtime. So I actually have to give myself a lot less people time during the day than I might normally want so that I'm not really sabotaging other things that I need to do. Let's talk about this idea in terms of values. All of us have things that we value in life. Some people would put family and relationships at the very top of their values list. Others might put financial security and stability at the top of their list. 
Most of us have four or five values that we embrace that lead us throughout our lives. We might also have values like needing to achieve and continue growing and learning. There are so many different values that people embrace that whatever yours are, they're probably quite unique to you, especially the order that you choose them in and what you do to manifest those values in your own life, how much you live them, what uh, branches of work and hobby and other things you use to fill them and so forth. As you think about those things you value, sometimes you will have two different values that compete against each other. And those can also become hidden saboteurs, meaning that your values can actually get in the way of each other in your life. I'll give you an example of this. If a person were to have relationships with family members as their number one value, and another value is health and wellness. Health and wellness might include getting enough rest, having healthy sleep, eating right, and exercising. If a person has, let's say, those two values in their values beliefs, um, so they, they embrace the relationships, they embrace the wellness. But the relationship value for this individual may be their absolute top value, their top priority. And the other one on their personal wellness may come second or third down the line. Now, anytime someone in the family has a need, wants to connect or be in a conversation or needs help, that person is going to put their personal wellness on the back burner and sweep in to meet the needs of the relationship. So for example, if someone needs to be talking late at night, that person might give up their sleep to do that. Maybe that person is depressed and they all want to go have cheesecake together that person is going to put their diet on hold for the relationship. If you've ever found yourself sabotaging something you know you really care about for something else you know you really care about, it could just be that you have two values that happen to be in competition in that situation. And one of those is becoming the saboteur of the other one. As we talk about hidden saboteurs in life, it's important to remember that each part of you is competing for importance and is protecting you and trying to keep you safe and healthy. So like that value of wellness is, of course, your mind's way of keeping you in shape, keeping your body functioning and preserving your energy. Likewise, that value you have about relationships just might be about making sure you're not alone, you're always connected to other people, and you have a great deal of love and support in your life, as well as you're giving love and support to other people. These are all very good and healthy things, and they're all values that you might be embracing. So your subconscious mind is trying to help you out by promoting these values in your life. At the same time, when they sabotage each other, it's like your mind is trying to help you out by just ignoring this one part of what you care about and pushing the other one to the top of the list, making it super important at the expense of everything else. Now, what do we normally do when we fail to live our values or fail to meet our goals? Most of us feel bad about it. We might have a lot of negative feelings and self-talk. In fact, we might have a whole story going on in our head for years and years about how lazy we are, 
about how we fail to go to bed on time and we are just terrible about maintaining the bedtime routine or about how we just can't seem to get it together enough to make our own wellness a priority and we keep helping all these other people but not ourselves. In the case of the relationships versus the wellness values uh, competing for importance, that's what I'm talking about. So if you have those two values and they're kind of in that order for you, chances are your own wellness does not come first. Other people's wellness comes first and you will sabotage yourself for the sake of other people. Is it wrong? Is it right? That's for you to decide and you get to decide how you would like to live out your values if you would like to make any adjustments in what your values are and try to prioritize things in a different way. There's a whole idea behind this concept that your subconscious mind sometimes sabotages what you really think you want for yourself. And that idea is called immunity to change. Now I'm a pretty new person on the immunity to change front. I don't know a whole lot about it, and I definitely don't feel like I'm in a position to teach you anything about it today. But I do want to let you know that this is a book out there by Keegan and Leahy that's definitely worth your time. They also have a second one that's actually about immunity to change in weight loss. So if that's an area you're looking at, that book is going to guide you through the process and help you overcome the barriers holding yourself back that you just can't seem to kick. So let's think a little bit more about other hidden saboteurs that might exist in your life. We talked about values. Let's talk about strengths. You can take the VIA character strengths inventory to learn about your amazing signature strengths. All of us have strengths. There are a wide range of strengths that come in all kinds of character areas, but the top five tend to represent you the best. These top five strengths that you'll find when you do the VIA character strengths inventory will show you some strengths that likely have been with you for many years. The interesting thing that you'll notice about these strengths, as you think about each one, you'll notice that they don't all seem like awesome, amazing strengths to you. One or two of them might actually be things that you've been ridiculed for during your lifetime or criticized about. There's a reason for that. When we have something that is a definite strength, we tend to overdo it at times. For example, let's just think about a person whose strength is honesty. Honesty is a fantastic thing. And we want people to be honest with us. That's really the basic foundation of most communication or relationships. It's difficult to know people if they're not really that honest. Now, if you have honesty in your top five strengths and you overdo honesty, chances are there are times when you're blunt, overly direct and insensitive with comments that truly are honest but maybe need a little bit of kindness mixed in when they're shared, or they need to be shared at a different time when someone's more receptive. Just like that one, any strength can be overdone a little bit or in the extreme. And we can wear out our friendships or our relationships by overdoing our strengths on a regular basis. And I know that because we've all done it, including me, I, I'm sure that some of my strengths 
people would really rather I did not share at times. Um, and I can think of one, one of my top five strengths is zest. And zest is the quality of being energetic, enthusiastic, positive, and cheerful, and really focused on being part of things. And this is definitely a, a strength that's been with me most of my life. And in some situations, that strength can come off as naive or a little out of touch with reality. It does not mean that it's true. Often I'm very clued in to what the negatives of a situation are, but I choose to focus on the positive sides as a way to get through it. It's kind of a coping strategy, and I find it's a lot more effective than sitting in the negative feelings that I could also be focused on. So I choose to be zesty, I guess you could say. Um, but this strength, zest, can be overdone in the extreme. It can also be underdone. Like on a day when I might feel less than my best, I can leave my zest at home and show up just a flat, bland, um, not very excited person. And sometimes it can be very difficult to turn on that strength. So any strength we have can be overdone or underdone. And when we're overdoing it or underdoing it, it can become a saboteur to our success. And that, that example of honesty I gave earlier is a definite, clear example of how that can sabotage us in our relationships, in our work, in our life and pretty much in our success across the board. So no matter what the strength is, it's critical to learn how does it show up for you? How can you use that strength at the right times and in the best ways? And how can you turn it down just a little bit or maybe shift to a different strength at the right time in favor of um, making the situation work for you better? And also how can you avoid underdoing the strength? Um, and failing to live it. So your values and your strengths can both become hidden saboteurs when we're not intentional about how we're being with other people. A good question to ask oneself might be, how is that other person experiencing me right now? What is my experience right now? And what would I like it to be? And if you have the time to sit down and take a bigger look at this idea of immunity to change, I highly recommend the links that I'm sharing in my podcast notes today. I have a couple of links about that that I think are interesting and informative for you. Um, as I continue to learn about it myself, I'm very comforted by it. It's really nice to realize that when we sabotage ourselves, it's not always because we have poor willpower or because we're just plain weak. Most of the time, it's because something strong within us is trying to preserve us, protect us, or help us. In fact, that subconscious part of us that takes over to live a different value or bring out a different strength than we'd like is really trying to save us. And in that, there's quite a bit of character strength alone. If we can find it, identify it, and see it, we can then turn it around and choose a different way to move forward. This can give you a lot of freedom from thoughts you might've had about yourself in the past, where perhaps you saw yourself in a negative light or others did. Um, and you might be able to actually find what was the positive intent behind what was going on? What was really motivating 
that sabotaging action or thought or belief that you were having. I hope you'll think about that this week. I know as I've been exploring it, it's been incredibly powerful for me. As a coach, I've been able to find things about people who are um, living one value really strongly, trying to meet the goals that they're having, but they're really just sabotaging themselves with a competing value that they also care about. Once we can identify that, they can find really clear ways to resolve it and to move forward. And who doesn't want to get unstuck and have greater success in whatever goals they're setting? I don't know, but uh, I think it's a powerful thing and it's definitely worth taking a deeper look. I thank you for listening today about hidden saboteurs. I hope you have found a little bit of encouragement and insight about your own possible saboteurs, your mindset for success, and also the mindset you may have had in the past which has that self-talk telling you maybe you did something wrong when really it could be something right we just need to uncover. I wish you all the best this coming week meeting the challenges that life brings and being the best version of you. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H dot com.